Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host Trevor. In this episode, we are going to talk about Final Space, uh, those swim animated series, and also we're going to talk about Catherine Full Body, a video game. And also we're going to talk about anime with Trevor and all those good things. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. This is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. Um, Trevor's not with us today face-to-face with me, but we are over the phone because of this situation that's called the coronavirus. <laughs> What's up, Trevor? <laughs> What's up? Yeah, as, as you and Fabian said on the po- the one you just posted the last uh, last week, uh, <laughs> I, am, I am not with you, but I am still with us in general. I am not dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I remember he saying that. That's right. He did say that. He did. Yeah, say that. Came up a couple times. Yeah, he did say that, man. So yeah, since we can't do it face to face, so we just do it over phone. Like I was doing my other podcast, I did one with David not too long, about two days ago. So we definitely gonna start doing more of this over the phone because since you know people say, "Hey, man, this I wonder how long it's gonna be." I'm like, whatever. I mean, I'm gonna go live my live my life. <laughs> so. It does stop. Right, yeah. We, You know, we figured, I know we said last time that we would probably still be meeting in person, but we may just, you know, keep it as on the phone just to, to keep the social distancing and to, to do our part to kind of <laughs> not spread it by accident. Yeah, man. There's a lot of idiots out there right now. Yes. But that's besides the point. But today we're going to talk about things in a positive note. You know, since we do, since we've been doing this, going home for the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. So you got time on your hands. So the things I've been enjoying lately, though, has been some television shows, right? Mm-hmm. And I found I watched it like last year. It's called Final Space. So I didn't. I saw like three or four episodes, right? And I decided to go ahead and buy season one and two on Voodoo. I like Voodoo, man. <laughs> Don't you have a Voodoo account? I do, yeah. I, I made one. Um, my brother Phineas has he he gets all those codes from Blu-ray discs right. and stuff that people give him. So he just kind of uploads all the codes, and then he shared his files with me so I can watch all the movies that he has. I unfortunately have only used it like once or twice. Oh man! But but I mean, it is useful and it's nice to have all of those there and available. Yeah. So that's what I've been using. I've been watching lately is Voodoo. Like I said, I've been watching Final Space. Um, I finally started watching Overlord. You know, about the military, the the World War. Oh, uh, the the one with the other yeah, World War Two with the is it vampires? I don't know, man. I, I I'm only like 20 minutes into the movie, dude. <laughs> I, I heard about it. Um, Mark told me about. it. He said he liked it. But yeah, yeah. I heard it was kind of crazy. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy who played Fitz on um, Agents of Shields on there too. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anyway. I'm back to Final Space. Final Space is actually a science fiction adventure, comedy, drama, all in one thing, man. It's 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 out there. So dude. is it animated or is it it's animated? Live it's animated. Okay. It's animated. And um and it's executive produced by Conan O'Brien. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so I was reading it. He, he's one of the executive producers, but he for his name, that's who you can recognize by his name. Someone's famous, right? So um, the first episode, I said, let me take a look at this um, episode. And it was about this guy named Gary. And um, Gary is on his ship. Come to find out, Gary is a prisoner on the ship. Gary committed a crime. <laughs> so this is how we started out, right? No, no, I'm going to take that. Let me back up. In the beginning of the TV show, the series, you see Gary, like I said earlier, Gary actually in, in space, floating in space. You know, he's like stranded. So we begin the t- the show that way, episode one. He's on, he's stranded in space. Talking to the computer, the AI, Hugh. Hugh is the AI for the ship. So f- forward to, to the present. And we get to see why Gary is a prisoner in this ship. And Gary is like a week away from being released from his um in, from prison, which is kind of weird, man. He <laughs> he's actually on a ship, like a prison ship, by himself with a robot called Gary. Not Gary. I mean, I'm sorry. I thought Steve. You said he was Gary. <laughs> I mean, Kevin. I mean, Kevin. My bad. Kevin is his other um robot that's with him. You got Kevin and Hugh and other robots. You know, that's like prison guards, right? Mm-hmm. And. You you see at first you look at Gary. Gary is a damn loser, and he doesn't he doesn't make that bad decisions. That's why he's in prison, right? But he's actually doing a lot. I mean, a video for this woman that he liked. Her name is Quinn, and this is the reason why he's in prison because of Quinn. Women <laughs> get you every time. That, that, right. So he. In <laughs> I'm just messing. So in, in flashback, you see why he went to prison because that he actually impersonated an officer. I forgot what the, what kind of officer they were, but it's it's just like intergalactic policemen, whatever. And um, he he impersonated her and tried to get her attention. And all of a sudden, something happened, and he said, "I'm a pilot." He said, "Let's go, let's go, right?" So they get to this ship, and he matches butt, and he blows like ninety two ships, and that's why he's in prison. So this was kind of, this was a kind of this is how the the series is, man. It's about Gary being himself, but trying to find a way to impress this woman. But come to find out down along farther into the series, he, he kinda evolves like most story does, you know, they kinda evolve this you know, this character, he's a loser, he doesn't have any friends, you know, he, he kinda made friends with a guy who went to try to kill him. And I'm gonna get to that point. And the reason he's trying to kill Gary, he finally kind he found the um a little green mush puff alien they got antennas and he caught and he um and they looking for it he finally gets into gary's ship and he named the damn thing mooncake i <laughs> like mooncake right <laughs> so he called him mooncake and that's the reason why they after gary because they need to get mooncake so then they, somebody killed the kill um the mercenary they sent mercenaries to get him by the guy by the uh, lord commander which, by the way, man, I'm telling you, the voice actors, when I tell you the names in this this um animation, you'd be like, damn. So, so what happened, Lord Commander trying to get um Mooncake, and all, he makes friends with the mercenary called Avocado. Avocado is a cat. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, he's a cat, a cat. So he's, you like that. <laughs> so you're a cat lover. So name makes friend with the yeah, mercenary. but I don't like avocados. So man, Damn, so so conflicted right now. It's, it's like avocado, not avocado. Oh, avocado! Cute yeah. little pun. I see. Yeah. So, 
So that 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 was pretty neat what they did that man. So it's a lot of things they do in that little Easter eggs in that show. So they become friends, and you got Lord Commander trying to chase Mooncake because he's a key to final space. So that's it. That's all you need to know. But now going to the voice actors though, you know Tom Kenny, right? Kenny, Tom Kenny, he's the voice. Is of Spon- he the one who does SpongeBob? Yes, yes, a, yes. Okay. He's the voice of Hugh. That's the AI. Mm-hmm. And then you have Fred um, Armisen. He's Kevin. Yep. And uh, also you got Steven Yu. I mean, that was Glenn. From yep. Glenn, he's also, he's he Litsukato, which mm-hmm. Avocato has a song called Litsukato. Litsukato. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> then Conan O'Brien actually is in there. His name is Clarence. And Clarence is a sleaze bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to love this, though, man. Ashley Birch is actually, you know, she's the um, voice of um, Tina. From Borderlands. Yeah. Tiny Tina, right? She's in it too. She plays a character named Ash. So, man, it's like a guy tonight. Jane, Jane Lynch is in there. David Tennant, mm-hmm. Doctor Who. He's, yeah. He played Lord Commander. So, yeah, you got Gina Torres, Ron, Ron Perman. Oh, you're in your favorite, Claudia Black from Farscape. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a pretty good cast. Yeah, and Keith David, man. <laughs> Keith David, yeah. He's yeah. Another big one. Yeah, so, and um, Alan Turner, Tunic. He's in Alan Tudyk, yeah. And Christopher Judge. I'm telling you, man, this is a nice cast of voice actors they have, man. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, so I mean, I was I was drawn to it to like the first season of it. I, I mean, I had to get, I had to buy it because I couldn't like rent it. I mean, damn, why rent it? I could just own it. I mean, on digital, but I don't have it on no Blu-ray because it was kind of hard to find it on Blu-ray. Right. So everything's so digital nowadays. But man, I really enjoyed season one and two, and I'm hoping. I'm looking, hoping that we get a season three, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I think, man, uh, if you're a fan of, I just like, and animation is not, it's not top line, but it's fun to watch. You know, it's no matter how the Simpsons is, it's not just basic. It's not, not nothing big about it. You know, it's, it's just like, it's just cartoonish, cartoon, like a cartoon. Big eyes. It seems to be the the modern style of cartooning these days. Yeah, is to kind of make it a little bit um, cheap looking. Yeah, it was, I yeah. guess is the way. Like especially like you watch like kids cartoons, right? And it's like it looks really cheap, you know, compared to way back in the day, it like put, with GI Joe and Transformers. Yes. Now it looks like someone just made it out of. It's kind of the South Park effect. Right. It looks like someone just made it out of, you know, uh, construction paper or something. And, with and then this, just digitized it. <laughs> and with this, it's, um, it reminds me of Gravity Falls animation. Right. That type of style. That would put me in, yeah, that type of style. So, I mean, with the big eyes and big feet. And they only have, they have four fingers, not five fingers. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, but the violence in it, oh, my God. Man. It, it was a lot of, it's a lot of, it's <laughs> <laughs> headshots people body getting thrown in pieces people wearing skin it, it, yeah it's out Dex. there dude and what it is it, it first it was on tbs right the first season uh-huh. then i think tbs didn't want to uh, renew it so they went to adult swim which i think is a better fit yeah, for that seems it. like a better fit it sounds like an adult swim type show yes it is so it's a better fit you know like i said with the violence and with the, the imagery of the violence and the way it's done yeah, it's more for Adult Swim than TBS. There's no language in it. You might hear it down like damn or probably shit once or twice, but it's not not vulgar language. 
Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, if you're really into this kind of animation, this type of type of style of storytelling with this type of animation, I think it's for you, man. Like I said, they got everything except for the sex. But you, oh no, I take oh, well, that. Then I'm out. No, no, I take that back. It is. A, <laughs> it is. <laughs> just just thought about it. Yes, it is, man. Oh my goodness, dude. But man, it's fun to watch, man. I mean, I really enjoyed um, Final Space, and I'm hoping. And I'm hoping with things going on and probably we could get a season three, man, because it, it was a cliffhanger in the season two. Mm-hmm. And Claudia Black, man, she plays Gary's mom. Oh, man, she's a <laughs> badass, dude. <laughs> she's a badass. Yeah, and um, Gary's dad is Ron Perman. I didn't recognize yeah. his vo- voice. And I started looking at the names. Like, oh, now I can see it. Right. So yeah, man. You know, Claudia Black. She's starting the science fiction. You know, for Farscape. You know, she. It's yeah. She got a fan base. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So man, Trevor, if you get the opportunity, man, I recommend you uh, watch Final Space, man. And my audience, listen out there. If you're a fan of science fiction, like I said, if you want something funny, uh, with adult humor, is it got it? You know, the violence is there. <laughs> oh, and you also got these things called Titans. Not like a Tycoon Titans, but you have Titans. And um, they are the main storyline for Final Space. And you, if you get the chance to watch, you see what I'm talking about. So that's what I've been doing, man, as far as more watching television, man, is um, watching Final Space. And I'm watching other stuff, but Final Space really got all my attention, man. It really does. Right, cool. Well, I'll have to check it out. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It, man, it's good, man. I, I really highly recommend it. And and Mooncake man, he doesn't really talk. He made noises like, like what? What and Gary understand him. Like what? Like everybody <laughs> understands him. It's just like the damn the joy the joy is in Star Wars, right? Like how y'all understand anything? <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't never explain to me, man. Yeah, that's like Groot. All he says is, "I am Groot." Yet somehow they start to understand him. <laughs> yeah, like okay, no one gives us the the reason why, right? So. That's what I've been doing um, as far as television. What about you, Trevor? Well, let's see. Um, I've had a couple days off because I'm in between jobs, so I start my new one tomorrow. So uh, I decided to uh, try and catch up uh, on Catherine Fullbody, uh, the video game, because oh. I want to be ready for when Final Fantasy VII eventually makes it to me, which at this rate could be May. Oh, <laughs> I might have mine before yours. April release date. What's that? I might have, have might have my um, Final Fantasy seven before you. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I ordered mine from Amazon. So. Yeah, yeah, I like ordering Amazon, dude. I just ordered it from Best Buy and just let them send it to me, man. Uh, Best Buy, Best Buy, I have I've had problems with in the past, so I they're not my first go to. Really? Well, we can't, yeah, I, we well, can't get kinda, into that. <laughs> yeah, I will not. Will not get into that. But um. Yeah, so uh, so I've been playing Catherine Fullbody. I was trying to the first run through. I wanted to do the new um, path with the new character Rin. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. It got a little bonkers at the end, but I, I do have to say, <laughs> Catherine is one of those games that sometimes it feels like it's really progressive because it deals with like, you know. Becoming an adult and relationships yeah, and, you know, potential marriage and pregnancy and whether there's an obligation there and, you know, then cheating and is involved and stuff like that. So 
it kind of plays with all of these very realistic themes, uh-huh. but sometimes it kind of goes a little overboard. So you're like, it's either progressive or sometimes sexist, but you're not sure really which it is. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things. Um, so it was nice to see that, uh, that the Rin path, uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it does actually take a little bit more of a progressive path um, because what Rin is is a little bit surprising. No, I never or, played the game before. Now, Rin, now, Catherine, she actually, she's the blonde, right, with the short haircut, right? Right. Okay, so basically <clears throat> the, the point of the game is is that you play as this character, Vincent. Um, I know, right? And he's in a long-term relationship with a girl named Catherine with a K. Right. And, you know, Catherine is kind of getting to that point where she's like, hey, you know, let's think about marriage and children. All my friends are starting to get married and have kids. And so Vincent is starting to feel pressured. Um, And then like one night at a bar, he meets a blonde, um, like just kind of like a little bombshell sexette type (laughs) um, blonde. Right. And then without realizing it, because he he just ends up going to sleep and he has these nightmares every day where he has to climb these towers. Um, and at the end of every, you play like three or four levels. And then the fourth level is usually he's trying to escape from whatever his concern is. So sometimes it's like a really weird looking, a huge ass looking baby. Sometimes it's, you know, like a vagina monster. Other times it's like his, <laughs> his, his actual girlfriend, like trying to kill him and going, you know, marriage and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of. That's a lot of anxiety, dude. Right, exactly. So it plays on a lot of his fears and concerns about adulthood and relationships and stuff like that while he's trying to climb this tower. And it's, so it's a puzzle game. And so you have to actually move blocks around in order to climb the tower, which I find really fun. Um, sometimes they can get really hard and tricky, but that's the fun of trying to solve them. Wow. Anyway, so he it turns out he wakes up in the morning and it it appears that he's cheated on his girlfriend with this blonde. Right. And the blonde is her name is Catherine with a C. And so then it kind of plays out this whole he's you know, he's trying to not continue cheating, but somehow he keeps waking up with her in the morning and, you know, he's trying to hide it from his girlfriend and decide what he wants to do. And meanwhile, his girlfriend announces that she's pregnant. And so, you know, it's, Damn. it, yeah, it's kind of all, all complicated for him. And so in many ways he's sympathetic, but also kind of a jerk. <laughs> um, so when, and then, uh, and so then the, Catherine full body actually adds a little bit more to the story and then adds a completely third character named Catherine with a Q, but she just goes, she just goes by Rin. Right. Um, and so she's got amnesia. So I don't know if that's her actual name. I don't remember. Um, or if that's what she says her name is anyway. So then you can play it in, you can play it as you'll, you'll play through and there's multiple endings for each character, but you can, you can play it for each character's ending and try and get like the true ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either end up with Catherine or Catherine or Catherine. <laughs> okay. KQC. CQK. And then depending on what you, you know, what you do, it'll, you can kind of branch off on this path for the Rin ending. And then it adds like a couple extra levels, like a night 10 that you don't have with the other two. But it's um, 
it's a really fun game. It's, you know, really interesting. Uh, you know, <laughs> my girlfriend was listening to me play it yesterday and she's like, this is like a soap opera for boys, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it, right? I mean, damn. So maybe a little, a little but yeah, bit. So it's yeah. Got like an anime style and then it'll have like anime cutscenes. And I did enjoy this version because the one thing I, I thought the, the original version lacked was a lot of backstory for his girlfriend, Catherine, with a K. Uh, so she just kind of comes across as like a cold bitch who just wants, you know, come on, let's get married. Let's move, you know. So in some ways you're kind of like, well, I kind of want him to go with the other Catherine because at least she seems fun and, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but this one, it starts incorporating a few things. They show some scenes from the past of uh -huh. their relationship progressing. And so you kind of, you kind of sympathize and feel a lot closer and more connected to his girlfriend, Catherine, so that she's a little bit more fully developed. Right. Right. Okay. Man, that's a lot, dude. I mean, I don't think I want to play a game then with life situations. <laughs> it, 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 can be, it can be tough. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not really into that, it's not, it's probably not for you. And then if you really don't like puzzle games, yeah, don't play this. No, nah, I'm sorry. It's not for me. Mm -mm. You can skip all the cutscenes and stuff if you really want to and just play the puzzles. And, you know, those are really fun. So if you like puzzles but don't want all the drama, right. you know, that's always possible, too. Oh, I meant to point out, too, also, when I was other things I've been watching, you know, I, re I got my, um, that time I got reincarnated at the slime. Right. I actually got it, got it yesterday. And you know what? No, to, I mean, we'll say Sunday, but I got it Friday. And I watched the whole entire season Called it season one. <laughs> wow, that's like twenty six episodes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I watched part one of season one, so uh, a while back. So I watched. I finished watching part two of season one. Oh, okay. And, and I, no one though. I was looking at that man, but the OVA is not in that at all. No, the OVA is not on there. No, I mean it's because it actually one. Well, they got the twenty four point five. That's from Vidoro the Dragon talking to Inferent. About um, about Rimuru, right? It's basically a recap, a recap of the whole series, but just from the dragon's point of view. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's in there, but not the OVA. But I've seen the OVA before. It's the one they going to the um lake to get some something. Well, did it have did it have the one that um the episode that involved the uh, the, the demon? No, the, yeah, the girl who um the girl with the mask. It's like they kind of show a little bit of her past. Yeah, they did. There's like that. an entire episode that covers that. Okay, that's yeah, in yeah. there. That's in there okay. too. That's episode twenty four. Yeah, I think that's the last. Episode. That's the last episode because remember that in the the episode before that twenty three, you see this guy with the the crystal ball in his hand, yeah. with the black hair and the red and black eyes. Right. He's actually a demon. So in the next episode, episode twenty four, you see what she did as a hero, as no, a, um, a champion. She's fighting this demon. So, season two is actually going to probably be more of that character because I know they said they're going to cross paths or something. I mean, but I I, yeah, I, yeah, I, we'll I like that episode, man. That episode yeah. was pretty good. It is. It is a good episode. So, and yeah, there's actually two OVAs that weren't released on the uh, the Funimation set. And one of them is that island one. And there was another one that I think just came out in Japan like this week or last week. Well, really? It's like a, I think it's like a Hot Springs episode or of something course. like that. Of course. Yeah, of course. Well, that's what they usually do with OVAs. They're usually fan service beach or Hot Spring episodes. Some do. I mean, I'm going to go back to one uh, darker. What is it? 
Darker Than Black. Mm-hmm. Remember how in season two they started with the OVAs? Yeah, well, Darker Than Black had like a four-part four. OVA thing that was kind of a bridge between season one, the first season, and the second season. Yeah, I mean, like the, the, you got OVAs like that that kind of do bridges. You know, I, I like the One Punch Man did one too, but One Punch <laughs> One Punch Man was stupid because it well, actually yeah. it was like in between scenes. Well, yeah, and that's what a, a lot of the reason for OVAs is they're just they're just usually special discs that are um that are uh combined with you know a new manga release for that title right. or something like that so usually it's just one episode that's kind of like a bonus to entice you to buy it and then they because it's just a bonus they don't really want it to tie in too much with the main storyline and then you get back to it and you're like, Oh, I don't even know who this character is. Yeah. Well, it's so that's why usually this just a kind of a fan service one off episode. Right. So it's something fun to watch, but you're not going to lose, you know, all the, the plot. Right. Right. Just right. By uh, skipping that one. You know, speaking of anime, I know you was telling me um, earlier um, before we started this podcast that you um, can't wait to a second season of one of your favorite anime. Well, I mean, it, not favorite anime, well, but one, um, one you're watching now, right? So there's a so the new season starts next week. Um, so there's a few on there that I'm interested in, but one of the ones that I had started watching it a while back because I heard it was really good. Uh, I got through the first four episodes, and then I got sidetracked with like five million other shows that were going on. Um, <laughs> but I went ahead and I binged the rest of it yesterday. I mean, I was really only planning on watching a couple episodes, but then it's really funny. So I got into it and I'm like, ah, let's just finish it off. <laughs> and it's called uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War. So essentially it's about two characters who are in the student council, so the president and the vice president. And um, and it's it's at this very elite school, so they're, you know, they're very proper and have to, you know. But essentially they're... Uh, they're like madly in love with each other, but neither one of them wants to admit it first. <laughs> so, so they basically keep trying to come up with um, schemes and stuff like that to try and get the other person to admit it first. Um, so, of course, they always end up you know, losing in the end or <laughs> it never gets anywhere because neither of them wants to admit it. So they're basically just wasting a lot of their time. <laughs> but it's very humorous, the situations that come up. And then, of course, there's a... There's two other characters that are in the council. Um, you don't meet the treasurer till like episode six or something. He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of a gloomy guy, um, but he's pretty funny. He thinks he thinks Kaguya Sama is trying to kill him <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> because she's very intense, and he overheard something from her, so she's like, "Do not say anything." And then every time things just come up as a misunderstanding, so <laughs> he worries she's a future serial killer. Um, and then there's the the one you meet her right off the bat is uh, I want to say her name is Ishigawa. Uh-huh. She's the, she's kind of like the airheaded, um, I guess, secretary of the club of the council, but she's she's got a little bit more intuition. She's like love obsessed, but you know, and just kind of bouncy and um, and she's funny, but she always manages to kind of throw herself in in just the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of upends some of the schemes or the plans that the other two have. <laughs> but she's hilarious. Um, her addition is great. 
for the series. Well, I know the series on. I mean, I I want like watch like the only twenty minutes, not probably five minutes of the first episode, but I never got into it because I was watching other stuff. It's on, it's on Hulu, you know. It was streaming through Hulu, and um, the way you're talking about, it, I might have to pick it pick it back up, man, because I I like to watch some of those high school jinx or whatever high school romantic rom com. Sometimes, not all the time. Some I can get into, some I cannot get into, you know. Yeah, no, it's really funny. And each episode is kind of two or three, usually. Um, little piece, little um, short segments of right. like a different scheme or a different plot each time. As you get towards the end, it starts to do the normal anime thing where it's like, starts to become a little bit more dramatic and it takes up the whole episode and everything like that. But of course they find a way to then reset everything back to normal so that when the second season comes out, which segues into this is that it starts next week, uh, the second season. Oh, okay. So everything will be back to normal starting the second season so they can kind of continue doing their shtick. Um, but I am looking forward to it cause it's pretty funny. Hmm, okay. Hmm. So, um, but there are a couple other series that are coming out that I just wanted to mention real quick that I think look interesting. Um, third, third and final season of one of my favorite shows. Uh, it's called um, the English version. Sentai calls it uh, my teen romantic comedy snap. Oh yeah, that is your favorite. Right. So that season three is coming out. So I'm looking forward to that to see how that one all resolves. Um, so I will definitely be watching. Um, uh, another one that looks interesting, but this one looks like it's more of a. This one could be an emotional roller coaster one. It's called um, Yesterday Wo Utate. And it's basically about a guy who, after graduating from the university, I guess he deals with like depression and he's just kind of unmotivated. And so now he works as a store clerk and. Um, and then he meets a, a girl who has who's bad with connections and relationships with other people, and her best friend is a crow. And then, but he's also <laughs> pining for um, a former girl that was at his university, but she's carrying like baggage because she's still grieving over a, a loved one from that she lost a while ago. Or so it's kind of going to be yeah, this very Damn, emotional Trevor. love triangle type. <laughs> oh, uh-uh, I think I pass. Yeah, you probably won't like it, but it, it sounds it sounds to me like it's it, you know if done well, it could be a really good um, yeah. emotional drama, which I tend to enjoy. Mm-mm. I think I'd pass. Right, and then of course the last one. Um, this isn't really up my alley, but I am very curious about it. Uh-huh. It's called Gleipnir. Gleipnir. Right. Okay. So basically, it's about a kid, um, a kid in school who basically learns that he can transform into a big furry like mascot monster okay (laughs) right so then he saves this one girl from a fire and then she now knows his secret that he can transform and so she starts using him basically since he's a mascot character Uh you someone can get inside of him so the girl starts using him and she'll actually wear him as a bodysuit. Oh and she's going around trying to like, yeah, exact revenge and find her sister or something to that effect. So oh. it looks like it could you know, so it's kind of what they like a mascot horror. So it it could get really bloody, very violent and kind of disturbing in several ways. 
but it also sounds kind of fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I, had, I had seen covers of the manga before and, you know, I would see like a picture of this girl, like unzipping this mascot, you know, monster. And I was like, what is this? So now when I saw this one coming out, I'm like, all right, I'm going to check it out. I'll give it a try. That's weird. It is yeah, weird. It, it is weird, but you know, <laughs> sometimes weird is good if it's done well. If it's done well, yeah. Wearing somebody's skin. Like, I just like going back to Final Space. Like I was telling my old boy was wearing an alien skin. <laughs> right. But it was more like it, it's like getting in a big furry, you know, suit. Like if you're going to dress up as like a wolf or a bear or something oh, for yeah. only – I guess the living suit, the suit is actually living. It's an actual person. <laughs> wow, that's man, so that's that's quite an idea for a damn story for a book, a well, manga. That's damn. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Well, um, I mean, yeah. And there was just one other thing I did want to want to mention before we wrap it up. Uh-huh. Um, that you know, because you know, one of the things that, as you were saying at the beginning, in these these times of crisis, uh, is sometimes it's nice to have something to look forward to. Uh-huh. And one of the announcements I just saw today was they are going to uh, remake with upgraded vis- visuals and stuff, the near replicant game. So it'll be called near replicant version 1.22474487139. Say it again. That What? <laughs> For some reason, and I don't know if these numbers ever actually mean anything, but like with the near games, they do a lot of like version one point blah 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 yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and a lot of like when they when they did near automata, they did the DLC and it was and the DLC had like a number code to it. Oh, so because they have more like they have androids, right? Because they're androids, right. right? Okay, that makes sense. So essentially, near replicant is the original game. Um, there were there were two two versions um on the on the playstation 3 there was a version called near replicant right and on the xbox 360 there was a version that was just called near unfortunately i only could play the near game but they were both identical except for the fact that the character you played as was different right in near in the near xbox game that i played you're a father who's trying to save your child who has this illness um, called the black scrawl that there is no cure for, but he's fighting to, um, he's trying to find the cure for it um, or at least to save his daughter. But I kind of, I kind of joke that it's like, he's a man who will do anything for his daughter except spend time with her because he's busy off running around the world and keeps leaving her back in the village. When, the father of the year, right? Right, exactly. But then the, the second, um, the near replicant version, you're actually her brother, so you're you're more of a teenager. Ah, uh, okay. Right, hmm. and you and that character looks a lot better. Like the the father character is uh-huh. like ugliest sin. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this. He's like the one that was. He was more created for like U.S. audiences, so you know how U.S. audiences like you know Gears of War with the big muscly dudes oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, near replicants, you have the the skinny teenager, you know, like kind of bishojo looking character, uh, or I guess a uh, it's not bishojo. That would be a girl. Yeah. Um, you know the shonen type uh, bishonen uh, type character. Where he's you know a little bit more effeminate and like you know cool with all the the fashion type thing, like Cloud. But yeah, very much like Cloud. Mm. Um, and then 
yeah, the the father is just kind of like normal and he wears like this weird face mask because he gets injured halfway through the game and so it's this weird like gimp half gimp face mask. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and he's just kinda ugly, but he's like big and bulky and strong and you know, looking and so he's definitely created more for Western audiences. Right. Right. But that that game, I, I loved that game, and that was kind of a branch off from a game I had played before called Drakengard. Mm-hmm. There was a series, um, and they're kind of games that were created by um, uh, Yoko Taro, I think is his name, uh, and he's a very weird guy, very depressed, got has very uh, <laughs> a lot of his things that he makes have a lot of despair and not happy endings and <laughs> stuff like that. So Drakengard was definitely one of those really weird ones. Um, and then uh, Nier is kind of, it kind of is a spinoff of the fifth ending of Drakengard. Uh-huh. And then, but it, it kind of takes place in the future of this world. And actually what happened in Drakengard is what caused this illness in the first place. Mm. Uh, so, it's basically a lot of like a hack and slash type game. You kind of run around and you're just like one guy, a one man army. Um, Drakengard was a lot more like that, but this one is, there's not quite as many air enemies, but it's like, it's like near Automata was it's a a bullet shooter, uh, hell game, but you know, as it's kind of a combination of like a one man army bullet shooter, hell game. Ah, okay. Right. So, it had a lot of the elements that Near Automata had, but it wasn't quite as smooth. Um, but it's it's a really fun game. The uh, it, unfortunately, it is a lot of side quests that have you running around back and forth and back and forth and back. Oh, I and love forth. some side quests. Yeah, mm. no. So if you don't like side quests, this may not be the game for you. Yeah, but <laughs> it's definitely got a really interesting story, and it's the prequel to Near Automata. So a lot of things that come up in Near Automata are from this near replicant game. Oh, okay. So like the character Emil or the, the characters Devila and Popola, you see them, they're kind of clone versions of them, but everybody hates them because they destroyed humanity and blah, blah, blah. And well, near kind of tells you why that happened. Right, right, right. So it's, there's definitely connections between the thing. And then the neat thing too, is that when you replay the game to get different endings, as you play through it a second time, he throws in new cutscenes, which he did in Near Automata as well, where you get a little bit of the perspective of the enemies that you fight. So the first time through, you're just kind of like, yeah, kill the enemies. They deserve to die. And then the second time, you kind of start seeing their perspective, and you're like, eh, maybe they kind of had it right, or maybe they have their reasons for doing things. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of are a little bit more sympathetic, which is nice because usually things aren't always black and white. There's usually it's, it's always two know. sides to a storm, right. right? People it's, aren't just like usually people aren't just like pure evil. There's no. a reason why they're doing something. Right. Um, it's just usually some misunderstanding that's caused. So it's it, it I like the way he gets into things like that. Anyway, so okay. I saw that today and I was like super excited. I don't know when it's coming. There's this kind of a trailer that had mostly stills. Um, so it's probably a ways away, but it was the 10th anniversary of it this year. So oh, okay. that's why they're they're doing a remake of it. Man, so I know, I'm well, very pumped. I know you. I know you. That's that's awesome, man. I know you was talking about you playing Catherine over again, and that got to me thinking. I've been playing, <laughs> I've been playing the Batman games, man, the Arkham right. games, and you know, because I I finally beat Arkham Knight, 
Not really, but I mean, I I beat I, <laughs> I beat it, but not really. Not really, but I mean, I got the to get a hundred percent of the game and get the true ending. Right. Oh God, I got to play this thing called the Night Protocol. No, Night is it Nightfall Protocol? Mm-hmm. I like son of a bitch, man. I got to get the the, the other ending. So I, I'm, I'm I put that aside. So I went back and started playing Arkham Asylum. I beat that already. Now I'm playing Arkham City. <laughs> So I'm getting my Batman fixed, dude. So I mean, <laughs> I got number time, dude. So that's what I've been playing some old games, and you know, to, to occupy my time. But that's why yeah, I did for so video. You do when you self quarantine. Yeah, so apparently right. there's a lot of little things on Twitter going around that Batman would self quarantine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would Batman do? You know, the hell doing him proud. <laughs> yeah, right. Batman got a plan for every damn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool, man. That was what I've been up to. So. Guys, if y'all got anything to do during this time, man, think positive. Have some positive thoughts, cause you know it's plenty to do if you got things to do. Read the book, like Trevor said. Watch some of your favorite shows, like I have. You know, play the video games over again that you did not finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you could do that, or create something. You yep. Know. No. Yeah. Definitely. You know, now's the time to to get some of that stuff done if you're if you're kind of home and don't have to work the full hours or yeah, whatever that's that would be me <laughs> yep that would be me but glad to have you on board trevor like always man yeah thank you so it's good to be here so tell the people how they can find you um i can be found on twitter at, at toshiro no ronin and you are very active these days I oh totally <laughs> not really <laughs> active than usual <laughs> yeah you can find me there if you want to shoot me a message or something but yeah. <laughs> i don't tweet much yeah i don't either man um you can check me out at justbeingamers.com and at, at justbeingamers on twitter instagram and also on facebook hope you guys enjoy this podcast peace Just be in the